Welcome to the Kids Like You and Me podcast. We're here with nice guys, Alex, Jake, Matt, Pete. How's it going, everybody? Hello. Hi. It's good. <laughs> yeah, we it's always do. funny doing that when you've like just actually been talking to people <laughs> for like 10 minutes or whatever. It's like, hey, how's it you going? Yeah. Talking to each other? <laughs> right? They don't know that. Everybody has it's to take their turn too because right. you're on Zoom. You all have to say it separate. Oh yeah, say state your name, please, and what you're drinking and or smoking tonight. Okay. Start with uh, Matt. Uh, my name is Matt. I'm drinking Thermal Depression by Vitamin C, and I'm smoking. Um, what it, I think it's like sour, ultra sour, some ultra sour. Very fair. Uh, I'll, Jake? I'll go next. I'll go next, I guess. I'm Jake, and I have some very old cartridge that I'm puffing on, and I also have a vitamin C triple IPA. Oh, oh fuck, dude. You still got one of those left? Yeah. Well, not for much longer. <laughs> I'm and, Alex. Yeah. I'll, I'll just jump right in here. Hey, uh, hey everyone. It's Alex here drinking a beer from moat mountain in new hampshire and i haven't smoked since july of last year whoa cigarettes or anything so nice i'm kind of boring pink lungs over there i can run out and pick out some black and milds though (laughs) if you could uh filter tip please yeah my turn yeah i think think that's everyone (laughs) yeah that covers it (laughs) yeah I'm Pete. That's me. <laughs> yeah, straight up. He's not drinking or drinking smoking. Drinking water anything. out of a Gatorade bottle. I'm smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Weed. What's up? Wait, and what about you guys? Great the other two people. Hmm? What about you guys, the other two people? Oh, well, I am. I'm your podcast host, Glenn, here. I'm gritty. I'm. Drinking double buzz, double, twisted tea, double very IPA, nice. <laughs> and that's about all. And Chris, uh, I'm drinking uh, this really hard to get IPA. You may have but it's called Bud Light. Yes, <laughs> dude. I like yes. not. Yeah, not to interrupt though, but like. I had a vision of you yesterday, like the two of you guys holding like an 18 of Bud Light. And just like seeing you guys put in like the corner of like a basement and like you guys never really being like around it, but you somehow like always had beers. You know what I mean? But like I I saw that very clearly yesterday. But sorry, Chris. I I No, no, that's awesome. No, yeah. I was, and I um, not sm- smoking anything, but I had a watermelon gummy edible. Ooh, very nice. Gummy. And, gummy. Yeah. Dang, yeah. I don't think I've had a Bud Light since yeah. I saw you guys last, which was like well over a year ago now. You guys always have those Bud Lights on deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a brand it's a signature. Job. Yeah, it really is. The it's official part of the beer. Killiam brand, yeah. yes. Killiam. <laughs> the name the name the name changes what... every so often love your pronunciations jake you've always had the best ones 
yeah. he's very good with Clam. those. I was thinking it was Lamb, but that's not right. That's yeah, I think Lamb too. There's a Y in there for sure. Clam. You guys don't know how to read. It's like the L is first <laughs> yeah. before the Y. Right. That's exa- exactly like you know. <laughs> sound it out. Like yeah. reading, remember? Well, yeah. I haven't read anything since pandemic started, so that would do it. <laughs> that does That'll it. do. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've seen so. y'all play over a hundred times. In case anyone what seriously well, like actually a hundred times or like added, yeah. we added it up. What, what's like the exact number that's wild I, I can't believe it i don't even think we've i've seen us a hundred times well you know what yesterday was I definitely have it oh yeah dallas yeah <laughs> yesterday was our ninth anniversary of our first show yeah i wrote that down you already you gave it to it. sorry sorry oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go on mute i'll go on mute yeah Alex. <laughs> come on dude it? yeah nine years it's, it's still insane. old We'd be yeah. in school if we were a human being. <laughs> yeah. Right? We'd probably have an attitude if we were a human being. Definitely. Yeah, you're just starting to discover who you are at nine years old. So I guess <laughs> nice guys is like just starting to discover who we are. We probably would have like, spoken weed. We're just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. I always thought like band years are kind of like dog years. You know, it's just like, uh, dude, great. I don't know. Like, you That's know what I mean? Great. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're like one of those mutt dogs that like never dies. Yeah, like, uh, what is it? Poppins from It's Always Sunny. Like, like an eyeball falls out or whatever, and like you think it's dead, but then like it's still definitely not dead. It's like all the bands that were around when we first started playing were like beautiful pre- purebreds that died of hip dysplasia and cancer, and now we're the only ones left. The mutt <laughs> yeah. with mange. They basically yeah. are. Yeah, dude, yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, most bands, think they of a only single last one like, even. What, three years? Maybe one? I guess it all depends. Yeah. I don't know. Or zero. <laughs> Yeah. Some bears never even start. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's not. Wait, what? It's true. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah. Stop here, guys. That's too deep for like the first 10 minutes. Right. I know. Sorry. That's <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Remember. We were talking to Noah Britton, and we were like, I was like, I, I can't remember. One of us said, like, wow, yeah, people hopefully are like making music at home. And he's like, yeah, think about all the horrible music that's being made. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, feel like we, it's on par with like whoever thought they would write a book for their whole life. And then like pandemic happened and a million crappy books got <laughs> self published on Amazon. Like, same deal with music yeah yeah i'm but like i definitely feel like it's a mixed bag like you got some people that are like super productive and then others that like some people haven't done like much or whatever i feel like we've kind of been in like a weird in between too because like it's been tough to practice just Mm. because of like everything going on and so it's hard to like keep doing new shit you know yeah have you practiced? I kind of feel like it's good to have a break. 
I think it's good to have like a break though too. I agree you know for sure. I, mean? I was feeling it definitely was nice. Pretty burnt out, you know, playing nine years a lot. Like we granted we had been slowing down the past year before pandemic, but you know, before that it was three, four, five shows a month, two right. shows a week. O'Brien's we were living there. So it was, I don't know, it's been nice to take a break, but I definitely, definitely miss it now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now it's been so long that it's like too long. Way too long. The joke's not yeah. funny anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it's been like, what, like over a year since your last yeah. show? I, yeah. Was that, what was the last show you guys played? The last oh, show we played was at O'Brien's. February. Yeah, February. With, with, um, banana with banana and, and then pete, some other bands oh, oh yeah pete was like super fucking sick at that show too right hell yeah pete could have been he kept saying zero. he had something called corona corona yeah. we didn't know what that meant at <laughs> the time <laughs> really but he still like drummed and played the show and then i think he like went and like just fell asleep and now here you are yeah did you have any other gigs scheduled that got nixed or it's like you and me festival? Yeah, Red yeah. was the yeah. next one. That was yeah. the next show we were gonna have. But so we didn't like have really any shows. The only like... important show. <laughs> right. What was that show supposed to be? Well, we were planning on doing a tour that summer, right? Uh, in August. August. Oh my yeah. god. But we never got off even <laughs> off on the planning. Well, it. we like okay. virus came Here, in Here's a funny story. Like, Fuck this, dude. Here's a story. Uh we the week before lockdown, mid-March, before they were like, okay, everyone stay at home. We were going to go to Dead Air Studios in Western Mass and record. We had like, what, 10 songs we were going to record? And literally like two days before we were going to go out there, we all kind of agreed, hey, it's probably isn't the safest thing to be traveling around and, you know, hanging out and doing all this stuff. So, but I like honestly it, it, wish we had. I, I wish know, we had them because it would have honestly been safer because it was still at the very beginning when there was no anything and then we just totally lost all of our juice and we're not tight anymore and we just can't <laughs> play the songs like as well, that was the beginning when every, everyone was really scared yeah you, know? you like didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's scary does. times we were yeah. bummed when we canceled because we we thought we were gonna have to do it in june i know <laughs> we do it in june i know oh, <laughs> it was yeah, so early. 20. It was like, oh, dude, this will be Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even practice again for, like, almost three months, I think. Yeah, dude. And the, the shittiest thing was coming back for the first practice and seeing oh, the tour dates we spent, mm-hmm. like, weeks trying to come up with on the wall. is like, oh, man, yeah, that tour is definitely <laughs> happening in August, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but at least we didn't have a tour that we were supposed to go on in, like, one or two weeks that was already fully planned. Yeah, yes. That, that did get that screwed people all kinds i of know people. yeah do we know anyone who was in the middle of a tour yeah I feel, I feel like i do but i can't remember which bands yeah i worked with somebody that was in on, on a tour like in the west coast i think oh jeez. Whoa. <laughs> whoa yeah it was like it was like late into like when things were getting all like scary and stuff and like there were at shows and they're like what the should we be scared dude <laughs> 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 it was like right at the end of it what was the uh, the last show uh, you guys went to? Uh, Gone to me? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we went to the we same saw, show. Uh, yeah, we did. And we saw Adam Green at Great Scott, and it was the day after Gwen got married. 
Oh, Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah, March 8th. March wow. 8th. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. Yeah. You must have hightailed it back from, from New Hampshire, huh? Had to. Damn, can't I mean, you got to do what you got to do. That was, that ended up being the honeymoon right there. That show. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, did you have a real honeymoon that you were supposed to go on to and it got canceled? No, we didn't even plan one. So it was kind of all worked uh, out. Well, that worked that well, dude. Yeah. You're lucky. Yep. Straight up. I know. Congratulations to you, bro. Oh, thank you. Thanks. My beautiful fiance is sitting right next to me out of frame. She's here, though. <laughs> She's feeding him uh, She's talking points. She's feeding me answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. So are yeah. you planning a tour? Or is it too is it too soon? Nah, way too early. Yeah, too soon. Definitely too soon. Yeah. You know, yeah, the world's gonna be a very different place in a few months. And it's nearly impossible to tell what the hell is gonna happen too. Yeah, it'll just be, be hard to do anything planning wise because you don't even know like what's up in all these cities around the country. Like kind of have to wait and see like what's gonna be left over by the time it's done to even start thinking about it you know i'll just be happy if we can play a show yeah that's the baby steps you know? yeah local show first and then whatever after yeah i think it's gonna be weird you know i think that the the house show community which is already pretty stunted now before the pandemic i think it's going to be a really long time before people feel comfortable letting 40, 50, 100 strangers into their home to see a show. Mm. I think that's going to be even longer than a show at like Great Scott or something like that. I sure honestly they're... don't agree. I feel the really? opposite. Because <laughs> <laughs> like that'll be the easiest type of show to have. And like college kids are young and irresponsible. And they're the ones that live in those show houses usually. And they already don't care about anything you know so that's fair the last show we played at a house like was was definitely a college kid house and everybody was smoking cigarettes inside i was like whoa wait what like corona was definitely around by that time too like everybody knew about it and it was still we still just it was very packed but are you gonna be are you gonna be comfortable around that many people yeah once i'm vaccinated Yeah, it'll definitely get some protected up. It'll definitely like take some getting used to, I feel like though, because like we all haven't been around that concentrated amount of people in that small of an environment for like so long. Yeah. So I feel like it'll definitely be like kind of weird, but I I'm looking forward to when it's like at least like normal again. Yeah, it's Mm. funny watching like movies and stuff and being like, oh, they're too close. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like you're like oh it's just it's you get conditioned so quickly to this kind of stuff it's really yeah. funny i was yeah, thinking today about just like seeing random people out at shows or wherever and you give them like a little hug right and how that used to seem so normal and that you know i haven't done i haven't done a little hug in a while definitely had a little a hug or a big hug from from <laughs> any of my 
show friends in quite some time. I, we haven't even hugged each other, all of us. Well, even right. since so that's for video. different reasons. Hug. <laughs> that, yeah, I guess that is for personal <laughs> reasons, but I mean, we don't have to get into it, Alexander. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll drop it right there. Okay. Bye, Jake. <laughs> oh man Alex. doesn't even go on mute <laughs> Alex this is completely unrelated to like probably the whole podcast but I thought I almost swept your uh, like childhood house's uh, chimney today oh really yeah dude it was uh, like uh, 663 uh, wait no I probably shouldn't give out the address yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but it was very yeah, close yeah. and I oh, was like awesome. dude oh my god am I going to Alex's house and then I drove past it, and I like kept going. I was like, "Damn, not this time." But one Broke of these Santa Claus. Yeah, hey man, they got a <laughs> chimney cap. It's looking pretty good. Well, okay, yeah. we should probably explain what everyone's doing for work nowadays. Oh yeah, so I well, guess Jake... the, the only the only people who really matter are Matt and Jake. Should ex- explain what they do for a living now. Well, no, but Pete got like some pretty sick news, and you got some pretty chill. Like you, dude, you had yeah, but no a offense, whole but... wave of things happen. It has been a roller coaster, but oh, I, think I feel the like only, the only interesting thing is what you and Jake now do for a living. I think. Yeah, but dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna tease it for the podcast later on in the podcast so the listeners. Yeah, like, check out keep part two out now. Yeah, <laughs> but no, Alex, you go first, and then when Jake gets back, because he's like kind of the oh, important part. Uh, uh, this is kind of taking a video on. I don't have a camera on like I can no. turn Wild Wild West back on. No, dude, get like a webcam or something. Put a picture of yourself up. Yeah, um, it, the very least. Do that. Anyway, I'm gonna talk Why while I do this. So I got a phone. I work in events like live events, and had just landed this sweet job. And I've been there about a year, and then all this COVID happened, and all these events were getting uh, canceled. And I was essentially furloughed for a few months. And then I was straight up laid off. And then by some grace of God, I was rehired. So I have my job back. I'm very, very grateful that I have my job back. And uh, that's about it. Jake, why don't you tell everyone what you do for a living now? Because Jake and I used to work together at this events company. Mm, yeah, until like a year ago. Or I guess I... I quit the company in like uh, August just because like it was obvious my job wasn't coming back but I worked at the events company with Alex too and then I was laid off for or we were furloughed and then it was like five months pretty much of just furlough and unemployment and then I just was like dude I gotta figure out something because I really don't think my job's coming back because mine kind of is different from Alex's where they needed me to like go from place to place and go to the event sites all over and there just were no event sites anymore so I just started looking for jobs online and I had a couple interviews I had an interview at like a medical marijuana dispensary to be just a cashier and I was like ah this wouldn't be the worst but uh ended up getting hired at the chimney sweep company and that's actually been pretty sweet it uh it's definitely like a really weird kind of niche thing but you make a lot of money and uh the people are kind of interesting and weird and every day is 
every day is an adventure sweeping the chimney you know cool yeah but my like uh my what's your arc what's your yeah arc, Matt? my your story arc. arc yeah my character arc here because <laughs> pete pete's like the only one that's really had like pete like never stopped working so he's like pretty much like very pete, boring he was on unemployment you were on unemployment for like a month or two right pete yeah. partial yeah i have a job <laughs> right but before when everything was when no one went to work didn't you didn't weren't you like not going to work for a few weeks i no, i worked i worked the whole time you worked yeah, all the way was, through like the only damn. employees at i've never not where worked. He works damn oh what yeah. a good worker that. i guess yeah. you did so that's why pete's kind of boring so we'll kind of ignore pete for right now <laughs> <laughs> People need their Funko all the way through the pandemic. Like the demand for Funko never stops. Yeah, Funko, right? Yeah, they uh, need it. Yeah, <laughs> they so do. they're obsessed with it. I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had gotten. I was in audiovisual uh, live events as well, and. Uh, within like a week I, I mean i already said on the other podcast but like within a week all the business we had was like gone i got furloughed and um oh, stanley um but so i just oh, got, he's got a camera oh, oh shit alex got a camera <laughs> dude looking good that's why they call it the beauty cam oh whoa um but you're over here and i'm anyway well, yeah, so Jake yeah. said the the chimney company was hiring, and uh, I was like, "All right, let's let's do it." And, you needed uh, a new car. Like, don't leave that part out. Like, oh my god! For Matt <laughs> oh, had to get another yeah. job was because he had to get a car because his old car broke down. Yeah, my old car just like completely shit the bed. There was like one point where I, I like had to drive back from New Hampshire, and um, I like turned the car on, and the engine would just like shake a bunch. And then, like, the check engine light would flash, and it was, like, not safe to drive. And then I would, like, do it, like, a few more times, and then it was, like, chill. And I, like, got it back, and it just, like, the last time I drove, it was, like, to the dealership. But I, like, got a new car and definitely needed money. And uh, the chimney sweep job has been, like, pretty sick. I'd say it's probably, like, my favorite job I've had so far. It's, like, like It feels, beautiful. like, low stress. It's hard work physically, but it's stressful, like low stress. You know what I mean? For me. For the most part, yeah. I mean, there's definitely like some like stressful things like, oh, this person has like a $3 million house. I don't want to get soot on their white rug that they have right in front of the fireplace. Right. So yeah, like that's like a little stressful, but I just don't pay, like pen- pay attention to that stuff. Usually I'll just get dirt wherever i don't give a fuck i'm charming <laughs> enough that they'll just they don't pay attention <laughs> that's true jake it's i mean not to like say how the sausage is made or whatever but jake it's like mad tips at work is what i can you blame him he's <laughs> a charming boy what's the so, trick like it's cool it's yeah he it's says good. you just the trick is you, you gotta say, get him to you sign know. the you gotta get him to sign the receipt sign the thing and then they leave a tip because there's a little box for tips and they feel you put like a little message (laughs) sometimes i write thanks for your business of course you do secrets yeah well dude this is a trade secret you you have to be a chimney for seven months to learn this 
some chimney sweep <laughs> goons are gonna bust into your house right. and they're listening in. Yeah, I don't know if this is CSIA approved. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, like chimney sweepers is uh, one of our top demographics. So dude, it yeah, makes sense. I had a feeling they they definitely love like primordial rock music that is nearly unlistenable. Chimney sweeps, that's their favorite. Definitely not like uh oh, I don't know what like Grateful Dead and stuff. I'm trying to think. Most of them don't care about music. Yeah, but I don't know. I can see that like, like football. I can see Chimney Sweeps being a fan of like Johnny and the Food Masters. It sounds I, I feel like that. it's like definitely I will the never guy... forget. Sorry to interject here. Oh no, no. If this is the story I think it is. Playing at the Genie Johnson. <laughs> oh hell yeah, it is the oh man. And you guys you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Johnny and the Food Masters <laughs> getting I don't know what you these old guys were just yelling at you guys. Dude, they yeah. said they one of the guys so... said, I'm leaving because of you. <laughs> yeah. It was like and, pointing at you guys. And I didn't I you know it's it's funny to think about, but I was just like, damn, that's just like black flag. Like <laughs> right? fans that elicit that response. Real, like... like what a, what an honor to elicit that response from these, you know, old ass people at the Genie Johnson. Dude, I, was, you... I was so envious of that moment, you know what I mean? You made him act like like a wow. like a little child like he baby, was like yeah he was like flipping you guys off like outside, outside when yeah. like through the, the window but it was like, like oh, yeah. rapid fire like middle fingers he was like just act like a little baby. <laughs> it was, and he was like, you know you're really avant-garde art rock yeah they can't or, take the art they can't handle the art you guys are real artists well right thank here. that's very humbling you've played hundreds of shows and you have that little memory <laughs> Thank you so much. I will never oh, forget yeah. that as long as oh, I live. Yeah, I'll never fucking forget that ever. Because I've never I was seen just anything thinking like it. today about how like, yeah, whatever. We've played like lots of shows, but like you guys are, you guys like maybe have have been like our biggest supporters over time. Just like <laughs> as far as like since the beginning, like still oh, geez. To, like lots of shows. Oh. Yeah, dude, you guys are. Yeah, like within like under double digits of us having played shows. <laughs> right. So it was oh, like yeah. before we had played like 10 shows or whatever, like probably yeah. you guys had already been to like, yeah. So I'm so yeah. sorry to subject you to like nine years of that. That's <laughs> more than I have, and I'm in the band. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> probably. <Exactly. yeah. laughs> nah, you guys are probably tied with like shows attended at this point, <laughs> they, at least they, least they saw we, you guys first we i mean we saw you or like we we played shows with idiot jeans like a bunch so it's possible you know you could have who who the fuck knows i'm trying to throw more credit in their direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you okay yeah. all right i see what you're doing yeah so alex was... why are you making that fucking face just thinking <laughs> Don't Dude. reference our cameras. They're not going to see this. This is a podcast. Okay. Yeah, rule number one. If I do one. this, no one's going to know what you're talking about. You're no looking good, though. Very that. clean cut. Thank you. Right? I saw my folks this weekend. They're both oh, okay. vaccinated, and it was great to see them. Oh, yeah. And some, they make me wear this mask at work. I'm sure you guys know there's these, like, uh, it's not a 90K95. It's like a it's like the Black cone mask. one, right? Yeah, but it's it, it it it's weird, and if I have any stubble, it doesn't fit my face, you know. So I have to shave just to get a 
it's a seal. It sucks. You guys have been around long enough to have seen all of our shitty facial style, uh, facial hairstyles <laughs> from the past, pretty much. Yeah. I remember my first shitty beard. Like, you guys were even around in those days. I had like the yeah. worst beard really Was early that, on in that nice picture. Guys. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> At Club Bohemia. I actually think that, that might have been the second beard, which was I can't that might have been the second beard, which was also pretty bad. That was my unemployment beard because I got laid off and I I just decided to stop shaving and it was bad. Yeah, There's that so was many rough spots beard. in the beard. To the man. Right? <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. Suck Glenn. my patchy beard, man. <laughs> yeah. Was that from finale? <laughs> It was after I got laid off from the rental car place oh. next to O'Brien. Let's talk about how obviously you've played many different types of shows over the years with a lot of different types of bands. And that's the great thing about Nice Guys is you seem to be a chameleon kind of crew. You can fit in with hardcore. I suppose you haven't played too many hardcore shows, but you could fit in um yeah you yeah can also, you could also i want to play, play with... a really scary punk show someday yeah. like terrifying and you know we've never done that before but that's on my list we it's... played with black metal bands before we played that apartment where the snake was just roaming around yeah the place. Uh, oh was yeah pretty sketch yeah it was like us doing a misfits cover set and then like actual a black metal band yeah like black metal death metal bands that were like sick and we were just like, oh, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, Glenn. What what was your question? Did you have a question? Oh, um, so yeah. What was the actual question there? It was something. You said, you said... <laughs> oh yeah. What do you attribute? Oh yeah. I didn't actually mention this at the time, but why do you think that you've been asked to play so many shows and? fit in where no matter where you play like while you kind of remain true this. to your sound uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning it's because we said we never said no to a show literally like every every single show that we got asked to play for probably the first four years of us being a band we said yes to yeah so any anything people would you know would just type in I think people, a lot of people found us through Bandcamp tags. Yeah, like um, Allston or something. We Allston or Boston, DIY, Punk, whatever. And we'd end up with all kinds of bands. And we're, you know, we would never say no. We've been a little more choosy lately just because, yeah. like I mentioned yeah, earlier, like, I've been feeling burnt out, you know. For a whole year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, we played with a lot of bands just because we just didn't know how to say no you know just because they asked us yeah. yeah we were we we weren't we weren't worn down by the by the, the weight of the world yet you were yes <laughs> like we are now yeah yeah but really i i feel like even until like pretty recently relatively we're still sometimes the odd band out you know mm-hmm. but uh yeah in certain times like certain circumstances that can actually be good you know it can like work out well because it's just something different for like a show that we wouldn't maybe normally be on and that can be good you know to just like have some band that doesn't sound like the others like on the bill i don't know 
Diversity yeah. is never a bad thing. Expectations and piss people off at the same time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you'll never get a Johnny and the Food Masters kind of reaction, but you can always hope. <laughs> you know? I feel like totally. uh, pe- people like to have us at shows sometimes too, just because like we look like we're having fun. Mm. And we are, and like that's fun for people, you know. Yeah, because shows are sick, and playing shows are fun too. But I mean, like, I don't know what it's going to be like once shows come back again. But I feel like before they went away, like it was easy to just, uh, like, it's easy to try and just like be cool and like not care about anything, you know. Just like be aloof, you know. But like. We always have fun, you know, so maybe there's something to that. Did you feel in Boston yeah. that there were def- eras of underground music over throughout those nine oh, yeah, years? Yeah. Different, like some sharp time periods that boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In, you know, how do you define an era, you know, but at the same time you could kind of follow the histories based on like the houses that were around you know mm. like okay when the butcher shop closed down when that first kind of uh what was the guy's name uh joe sly joe sly <laughs> like that, that when that happened that was oh, kind of man. that was kind of the end of an era you know and then when when black lodge when we all moved out of black lodge and they stopped having shows that was kind of the end of an era and an era ending isn't a bad thing you know yeah it's just just keep moving on and it opens up something new change is inevitable and change is a good thing you know changes i do i constant they say i'm still nostalgic about those times and i wish i could go back sometimes but it's it's important to keep going forward i was definitely thinking recently about how you know even ever since we've been playing shows like there's always been people around being like oh shows were so much better back then or back in this time and like now it's been long enough that i can think back to those days and be like oh oh, man whatever shows were so good back then but then for whatever (laughs) whatever generation of people is next like they'll feel that way about just like that time it's like more like a time and place it's always gonna thing be like that. than it is like what's actually good object mm. like whatever it's that's just a, like, you know i think a little bit of both sometimes but it's always subjective if you, you definitely you know what i mean so yeah right uh, but yeah i feel like definitely whatever hits you like at a certain time frame i, th- I think there was maybe just a lot of our you know we were all running the same circles that everyone like kind of had a similar experience like a shared experience that it's like if that helped that feeling of like oh it was better at this point in time but i don't know if that is necessarily true if it's just a bunch of people kind of like sharing that that same you tend to idealize the things in life that whatever you thought of is like amazing back then you know and then now years have passed by and you're like oh yeah that was so great but then you kind of it's easy to forget the times that weren't so good that happened at that same yeah. time, you know? Right. But yeah, like the time you were like, you were like pissed off at the band that was on like before you because they were playing for too long. But like the show ended up being sick and you were like, oh, wow, is I like pissed off at all? Like, yeah, it's definitely easy to like get caught up in that. I still don't think a band should ever play over 30 minutes. 
That's a hot take right there. That's a hot take. Except Johnny and the Food Master. Yeah. 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 That's a good take. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Yeah. No, it depends. depends. Like, what about if if everybody's there to see like one certain band that's the headliner that's like popular? All right, 35 minutes. That band should get But if nobody cares. 35 minutes on a weekend. It's, it's <laughs> on a weekend night. Yeah. Closing. Uh, yeah. It's safe to say, like, shorter is almost always, like, a shorter set is almost always better. Like, even when, like, my yeah. favorite band. Totally. Like, I honestly, completely like, agree. Like, seeing, like, Ski Mask, and they would play, like, three songs, and they yeah. would take, like, 45 minutes to set up, and then they'd play three songs, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. But it, it leaves you wanting minute. more, and it's like, you, you want to leave them wanting more. Yeah, exactly. A, short, a shorter set, you, you tend to cut out the filler, you know? Right. I forget, there was a certain band that I won't mention who that we saw a few years ago at O'Brien's that I was a big fan of back in the day, and I saw them, and they played for, like, 40 minutes, and I was like, god damn, like, half these songs fucking suck. <laughs> and like they played like three of the songs that i really liked and then i was like if their, if their set was like 25 minutes i'd be like the happiest little camper but yeah they had to play the headline 40 minute set wow for whatever reason and i was so bored mm. <laughs> i was gonna say i think i know a band you're talking about and i won't say the name but <laughs> i had the same reaction if that's what we're both thinking yeah of. we'll talk we'll, we'll, yeah Whoa. i actually <laughs> i really I know, now i, I want to know what it fine. is <laughs> I think it's fine to mention it. What do you have to lose? No, 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 put him no, no, on blast. No. I don't know who uh, it is, um, but put him on blast. I think I'm just, I'm just getting more cynical <laughs> the older I get. And I was already pretty cynical as a kid. So, well, yeah, I but, mean, it's like, like anything. Like, the more shows you go to in the bands you see, like, the more of a prick you become about I it. Guess, you yeah. know? Well, that's, maybe that's, that's you guys, of... but I've always had a love for everything. Right? <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been cynical about anything in my life. <laughs> I just like yeah. remember us trying to play for 45 minutes at like the Sinclair, and we're like, the best we could do is 35. Yeah, man. That was <laughs> something tough. like that. That was very hard. I feel like now we could definitely do it, but like, who cares? About but just being completely out of breath, being like, that was, that was so rough, so sweaty playing that long. Were those your biggest shows, the Sinclair? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the biggest show we've still played ever is probably that show with Fiddler. Oh, sure. Like, that was a really big show. A lot of how we met a lot of the current people that we know was there. Yeah, Ben Smeta was there. Wow. I think that that show was huge for us, just connecting us to people in the city. And then yeah. also, I feel like that, um, like Mass Heart Gorilla Toss show was like a bunch of people too. Yeah, and that that's was Pete, oh, yeah, like true. second yeah. show. With that was Pete's second show. I think that's oh, when yeah. we were kind of like, okay, we should definitely keep writing weirder songs. Yeah, you know, moving mm. away from the more punk stuff, or just like more straightforward, right? Type of song, right? Brings up a great you know? segue. Uh-oh. Into the oh. stereotypical, how has your band evolved? Question. Whoa. Or, or how has the sound yeah. evolved? So you think that. I think we're the same band. So you think first, you, you, you Our, could have wrote those songs Alex, 10 years ago? You have the same name. We have the same no, name. That's, I, that's... I don't think we could have wrote the song, those songs years ago, like no the same way, ones yeah. now. 
our don't playing think we wasn't play them. our playing wasn't good enough back then we were pretty basic like yeah definitely dude we were I very rudimentary when yeah. we first started we were like all learning how to like play instruments with each other but that's like right. we'd all played played our instruments for like a while but like i mean when you're just like practicing on your own versus playing with other people like i, I feel like i got like I think I'd been playing guitar for like seven years at that point, and I had like seven years worth of like experience within like a year after playing. Oh like yeah, yeah, playing it's with a band like, really changes the way you play. Yeah, it's way crazy. Better. But also, way just better. trying to write your own music and play it too is like different from just practicing the guitar. Also, you know what I mean? That's yeah. Great, wow, really good point because you hear so many bands, and I, me and Chris, we always talk about this how some bands when they first start and they say oh we didn't know how to play our instruments i don't know if there's so much talking about that versus maybe what you're mentioning like the playing together as a band because i'm sure a lot of these bands that say they were just learning to play their instruments they had probably been playing in, in their bedroom or basement for like years before that but to finally to get, get everyone the together is a different thing yeah yeah i feel like it it speeds you up real quick yeah playing shows yeah. is like definitely uh like when you're inexperienced playing a lot of shows in a short amount of time definitely it like gets your it gets your abilities just like up so much faster and just confidence and everything i feel like and I mean, even considering that, we were still like a pretty big mess for the first probably two or three years of the band, like yeah. playing wise, like a lot of the time we were just barely keeping it together. Hey, but you know, hey, you know <laughs> we never stopped and we always finished the song. And as long as you do that, you fucking did it. You it's, know, it's and it's crazy to think that, like, I think at this point, we're writing some of the best songs that we've ever written in our career, you know. And I was like, wow, when I think about, oh, those songs and how we played back then, I'm like, how the hell did we ever get these shows at the Sinclair? Right? Yeah, people saw us play like like maniacs at like Azuzu on a Monday to four people. And someone was yeah. like, let's get them on the stage at, at the Sinclair. <laughs> like that, I don't know. It's, it's just so funny. It's like, well, maybe I wish we could do that would, now. But if, Alex, maybe if you would walk on a bar every now and again. Yeah. Yeah, you relied on your antics. Well, yeah, I'll be honest. (laughs) Yeah, you got to lean on. I'll talk about that a little bit. Like, (laughs) I stopped. You know, that was a tactic. I'll say, like, you know, it's fun to jump and get around and and and, you know get people to open their eyes and pay attention. But at a certain point, you just kind of get like sick of doing the same song and dance. You know, Mm. like I got. It's not that I got bored. Yeah, you're not a puppet. Exactly. It was like, it just felt like a trick. And I'm like, well, people are here to see our band and I'm hopping on the bar. Like, I think people are, are more here to see me jump on a bar than to actually listen to the songs, you know? The kids from these. And I'm sure that wasn't the case. Right. And it, yeah, exactly. Like, they want to see me do, they want to see us do stupid shit. It's like, but I, I want them to listen to our songs, you know, and be here because of the music. I think the music should speak more so than me, you know, jumping on the bar at Zuzu, which. You want the music to speak for itself. Right. And I, I don't regret doing any of that stuff because it was fun. 
but that was know, our thing for a while. I feel right. like just and like being a well, when you can't play, of... you gotta do other shit. So like, yeah, right. we like smash our shit up and stuff. And... But that's why I was, yeah, I kind of stopped doing all that because I was just like, you know what? Now we actually have to like focus on playing. Well, yeah, the yeah. songs are more complex fun. for sure. It seems it seem you know what I mean. There's a lot more. Yeah. There's a lot of or it's like trying subtleties. to be trying to be complex. Yeah, trying to be complex without being complex. Yeah, like I feel like, <laughs> yeah, like not, most not complex, of the songs, yeah. like the songs we're writing now are like not like simpler, but like they're just as simple as like the shit we were writing before. It's, it's like turkey like bacon differently. It's like turkey bacon. Yeah, it's where like we're faking it. We're faking it. You know, it's like <laughs> they're not really. We make them sound more complicated than they are. That's the trick. Yeah, ah, that's, well, yeah, that is a trick. Like Pete. Pete's a really good drummer, so he makes yeah, that Pete, more Pete complicated. Yeah, carries a lot of it. So that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, we're turkey faking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> turkey bacon faking, baby. Yeah, baby. I feel like it's always like songs, song-wise, like the way the songs are constructed are pretty similar. It's just all the parts of the songs are mm-hmm. sort of more like uh, a, a whatever, maybe like a step above what they were before you know playing wise and just trying to try out new stuff and all that but i mean as far as how the song is built like not that different you know it's still pretty pretty standard like verse chorus bridge verse like i don't know i don't even know if we had like almost a pop like (laughs) songwriting structure you know it's usually just a b and then sometimes we got a c part you're already going way over ahead i know i'm sorry (laughs) okay so imagine it's just like everybody's playing at once like all on top of each other right exactly we don't we didn't yeah we don't know the uh dude i would we don't know anything about it at least i don't I don't yeah, know anything real. I remember one time, I don't know if you guys remember Adrian from yeah, you guys do from Cavemen. Sure, yeah. And uh and she had that band Spirit Level. But one time I was trying to explain to Adrian, like, oh, this is how nice guys like songs are constructed. And then I was like, we just go like four four times for a and like then b we go like eight times and she was like oh so you have a four bar verse and an eight bar chorus and then more bar and i was like yeah sure but like bars are (laughs) bars are for candy like more gold like i don't know what a bar means yeah talking about music i'm not trying to get a drink i'm talking about music right (laughs) Can barely afford like, one bar. I know. Tell me yeah, about. Yeah, I can barely afford to go to one bar. But like bars we, uh, we, we don't like speak that language, I guess. But whatever we do, I feel like it works for us. Yeah. Kind of like we have our own, our own secret language that we speak amongst ourselves for like building the songs that works. I think it's easy. You made us sound like we're like wood elves or something. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like yeah Lord of the Rings. Language. It's uh... <laughs> only we can speak it. Yeah, it's called our, our oh, difficult songs. Right. It's just counting to four and eight, and like sometimes three or five or seven. Dude, like, we, we do counting. plenty of threes. Sometimes but, we'll uh, do numbers for sure. 
Yeah. We like, we got yeah. the, on the new one that we're working on. There's a seven, right? There is yeah. a seven. Say, seven. I'm gonna go on record here, guys. Nice guys are not afraid of prime numbers. Just saying <laughs> it out loud. Right. Yeah, just right. clear in the air. I'll stand behind prime that. us either. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own on that one, Pete. <laughs> what is yeah, everyone's favorite song? <laughs> um, favorite song? Uh, nice guys song. Oh, favorite song ever. Oh, we are, I'll I'll go first. We have a new one coming out called War Bad. That I think is my favorite. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, fun snap. one. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna like it. Yeah, it's uh the, we played it once, I think one time no. at a no. show. Oh no. no, we didn't. That was a different one. Yeah, we played on a napkin at a show. Yeah. War Bad, we like had ready but like we were like oh i don't know i don't know if we can do it and we like held off yeah what's your, your favorite what's your favorite pete oh shit you know you know what uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know one. uh I like cky jelly that's another oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking about random song names like take trust us guys <laughs> you'll hear <laughs> that they're called yeah, that's a good one. The new one. I like I like brunch poisoning, which is from our last album. Mm. Just because for me it was sort of like a, a turning point song, as far as types of songs we were able to play with. It has like kind of a weird time signature and drum beat. And I remember I think we started. It came in either right before or right after we tried to do our first like Devo cover set, which has a lot of hard time signatures and the two of them just like together. I was like, oh, wow, we're able to play these these weird type of like rhythms now. Finally, you know, so for me, that was a big one. That's a fun one to play. Uh, and then I guess for me, it's one that's going to be on the new album too. But we had we did play it live a bunch uh, in like the last like few years. Uh, and it's one called "You Do Say Yo." Um, oh, that's a good song. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that one has like a contribution from like all of us in there. So I feel like it's oh. like a really good representation of like us. And I feel like it's like one of our like slightly like or like one of the songs that we like changed it up a little bit more on like the structure and it's very fun to play that was like that song was like where we left off before yeah yeah Yeah. that's a good way to put it i feel like that was the high point even though no one's heard that one you got any demos (laughs) (laughs) we We have an instrumental version of the song i think we recorded a bunch over the summer and because I was so the summer was like the height of my unemployment, like depression, <laughs> you know, so I didn't have projects. So we recorded. Um, but then I started working again. I got busy. So the, the projects kind of fall into the wayside. But we're hoping to have, I don't know, what was it? Ten songs out at some point after. Yeah. How many do we have? Yeah. But we just like it, I, it was like the first time we ever just like set up a recording thing and then like whenever we get the chance to practice like even if like we'd go like a month without meeting up like the shit was still there so we could go like right back into it yeah we could always just like record whenever we wanted to it was like 
we we've never done that in like nine years and it was super nice it would be chill to do that again at some point yeah so yeah look forward to that i'm pretty happy with it so far hoping to get that done at some point to the world i definitely feel like the newer batch of songs is like the best stuff we've done yeah do you ever have hopefully do you ever want to uh what's that oh nothing nothing Uh, hopefully soon it comes out oh hell yeah i was just gonna say do you ever like think or like would want to switch up like the style beyond like the aggressive sort of punk thing or like into like hey like you know it's like it's become like a funk band or some shit or i've always wanted to try and bring in like electronics into the band yeah or or like let's do an alt country but it's it's hard it's never anything that drastic i mean we'll never be electronics you know Right, right But it would be sick, like yeah. Alex has like a bunch of cool synths, and like it's just hard to implement. It's it's just hard, a, hard yeah. to impl- It's hard to implement it into something that you're, you've done. It's hard to change your ways, right. you know, for something that I've been doing for nine years, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like so it's something I've been thinking of recently. Yeah, I feel like we've changed up whatever, like relative to where we started. We've changed up our sound kind of a bunch mm. of times since we started, but we'll always probably be just like a guitar and bass and drums band like at the core you know but yeah there is still a lot of like different stuff you can do with that style like some of the newer stuff we've been working on has different kind of like syncopated weird beats and just like it's definitely less uh like on the nose punk music than Mm. what we were doing earlier on you know i'm pretty happy with like how how our our newer songs are kind of like different yeah and we're gonna try something this summer hopefully i'm not gonna like say exactly what it is so we don't jinx it but hopefully it'll be a little like little mix up and it'll be cool and hopefully it will be sick so we're definitely like thinking about that It'll be a cool collaboration. Yeah, it'll be a cool collab. Oh, okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Glenn, have you ever heard of someone named Jimmy Page? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. He's producing our next album. Cool. So his nephew's best friend is yeah. actually going to come guest <laughs> on our record. Wait, wait you, you, you know my real estate agent? <laughs> I do. Yes. Good one. Well, speaking of which, so. We always ask everyone the same question, of course. And we asked Matt this um, when we had you on the, as our first guest. Um, and I think, you were wa- I think you were very much wrong with your answer. But when we asked oh. you, when, when would shows return? You were like, oh, oh the fall. Shit. You remember what I said? I uh, don't. Fall, maybe. I don't know. Maybe like, maybe like September, Fuck. hopefully, or like at worst, like November. Man, that guy was a real piece of shit, wasn't Very he? <laughs> Terrible guess. I mean, that was a different world back then. How could you have known? No, How exactly. It was known? it was it was legit respect. We yeah. all thought June for recording. You know? yeah, yeah, that seemed nuts. <laughs> right. Yeah. June seemed like, oh my god, really? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm yeah, hoping we'll all be like, like no vaccinated way. and good by this June. Like in retrospect, damn. it's kind of ridiculous to think about it. Like, just like if you look into how what a pandemic is, even a little bit, you'll find out that it lasts oh, yeah. like months and months and months, if no, not true. years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we expected, but it seemed like there's just no way that life could just stop for that long. But it not did. for us anyway. Right. Yeah. Too many O'Brien shows to for that for the for them for, him, for yeah. them to pull it this just on. Seemed us. inconceivable. I know. <laughs> I, I'm my hope is that we can play a show like in the summertime. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I'm like predicted like whatever three months from now maybe like stuff will sort of speed like, trials. Maybe we'll be, Playing Lower a show by that. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. That's I how mean, we'll bring it back. This what that that'll be this the first show I back. think Couch just Couch just got a second vaccine. Let's drive his ass up here. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was pre-pandemic socially distant. <laughs> yeah, it was outside. outside well, until the cops showed up. Until the cops so the neighbors could play fucking <laughs> shitty EDM music instead of listening to Johnny and the Food Masters be amazing. I know. I thought it was Johnny and the Food Masters' fault for the cops. Felt bad. Felt bad about that. that was kinda. like honestly, that's still in probably my like top ten sets I've ever seen. Was the the first Johnny and the Food Masters set? No, no Tutti offense fruity, to like any right? other Tutti Johnny fruity? and the Food Masters sets. What Tootie Fruity was played, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was the three piece. It was Tootie Fruity. Brian, I think Barbara I really Ann. do think Brian is. Yeah, there was Tootie Fruity and Barran. I knew it. <laughs> I really do think Brian's like one of the best drummers I've ever seen. Yeah, he was. Awesome He's got like the day. old school like style. It, it's fantastic. It's unhinged. It's completely unhinged. He like doesn't stop until the like his drumsticks are completely crumbled, and his like hands <laughs> usually end up bleeding. Yeah, unhinged. Uh-huh. I think it's gonna be till we play another show at least the fall December. Damn, wow, Doctor Doom over there than me. <laughs> I really do. I think that it's. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. Well, you think the paranoia is going to play it into it, it like more uh, than people are saying now? You know, because I feel like people are ready to like bust out for sure. You know what I mean, but like people, you know, you're going to have to wear a mask at O'Brien's. Like, think about that. I'll do it. No, well, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't. I think we're going to be wearing a mask at O'Brien's. Just beware the dangers so... of a ghost scorpion. Yeah, they're. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they had it they had it all right all along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. They yeah. predicted the future. Um, no, they actually yeah, their songs well. actually think... if you listen to the lyrics, it has a lot of words <laughs> 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 are exactly about this exact situation. <laughs> all their songs are called like pandemics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Virus goes really sir. So here's what I'm gonna say. Here's my prediction before we the time. Dude, you here. just made your prediction. I think that the bigger venues are gonna come back. Okay. I think that the smaller bands are gonna have harder time getting shows. Okay. Because if a place like O'Brien's opens, oh, Glenn again, already heavily disagrees. If a place like O'Brien's opens again, it's gonna be a reduced capacity. So you're only gonna be able to get eight. Okay, first of all, half the venues are gone. Yep. It's going to be so hard to get a show to begin with. 
a place like the Sinclair could probably get a hundred people in there. All right, Glenn, no, 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 over here. Let's see. Alex is making a pretty convincing point. I'd love to hear where Glenn's coming from. I'm not trying to be fatalistic. I'm just, I just, I'm not getting my hopes up. That's what, I, that's it, you know. The Bowery Presents group mm-hmm. is going to, for the first two weeks of live shows, only have local bands. This is, a, this, is, this is a way to expose them to sell out crowds and to furnish a local scene. Where Wait. where are they playing? That's pretty tight. Are they, uh, is Keith, this a clear guard? Bank yeah. of America. <laughs> I don't think that's, I think you're going to still have reduced capacities at that point. Whatever. <laughs> I'll fucking take it. I mean, I'm not saying that's a sold out, even if it's like 20 people. I yeah. don't give a shit. I'll do it. Whatever. I, even if it's two people, I don't care. Boo, Alex. Boo. Yeah, sorry, Boo, man. Alex. Just man. Man. Boo. Didn't mean to interrupt you, man. No, no, no. no. I, do, I do feel like you're right, Alex. Like, it's going to be like larger venues with mm-hmm. reduced capacity. Like, I mean, they're even, they're already like having sports games at reduced capacity right. if you have a vaccine. So, right. like, they're definitely going to start doing it for that. And then, yeah, like yeah. smaller venues are definitely going to get fucked. They're the last to open. I, but maybe know. not, though, because I mean, there aren't any small venues dude, like, like once, right, the, once right. the restrictions are lifted away. And... But Jake, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to go from O'Brien's being closed today and then, oh, they're open 100% tomorrow. But I mean, why not? Once like 75% of the people in the state yeah. are vaccinated then why not you know what i mean yeah i mean if we hit that point seems like it's at least on track i, th- I, I mean i hope so I feel like what it's like close to like 40 percent now we have to hope no so way. like really? that's the key to reopening all those shit that like we want to do you know that's the yeah key. it's just gonna be interesting to see that transition from like right like not being open and going out to do stuff and then how people react when you can go do it i feel like, the thing, like it's still gonna be weird yeah. between people who like prefer wearing masks or like might not want to wear masks and then like how to accommodate both and be like respectful of both because it's like there's no real I, I don't know it's it's fucking it's gonna be tough i feel like it's gonna be really tricky yeah it would be a little bit it would be like it will take some time definitely it's not gonna be like a it won't be as soon then. as people think, probably. Right. Yeah. Like, like Jake, it's not going to be we go from zero to seventy-five percent of people vaccinated. You know, it's going to be fifty. Then maybe that's when they open the Sinclair at reduced capacity. Then when we hit sixty-five. You know, then maybe O'Brien's opens to ten people. You know, you can't so a normal night at O'Brien. That was the most. No, then when it opens to ten percent of people, there will be a line around the block, and people will be like, "Dude, let me in," because they <laughs> want to do something. I need to. I do think people are going to be really starving for shows. They so. will be. They will be. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm starving. Yeah, I'm ready. Right, we, we have less than a minute. What do we say? Are we wrapping up? Are we doing more? What's the situation? Uh, I feel like it. Oh man, I mean, I'm late. I know. Um, wrap it up. We should wrap it up. Whatever. All right. Well, we only got. We'll see you guys soon. Right. Love you, Kaylee. Yeah. Clam. Love you, Kill, yeah. Clam. Clam. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Put, everyone, put your mics in your mouth. Okay. Love you guys.